All right, all righty, guys. You are now tuned into another episode of the Littest Podcast in the World. It is your boy, Alize Rashamel. You are now tuned into Zay TV Presents The Ratchet Hour. And I have a special guest with me. She is my homegirl, my sister, and media, my everything. Taylor Cheeks is in the building, y'all. Yeah. Act like you already know. All right. We about to get into a lot of things today. This has been a crazy week because, as you know, it was the holidays and Thanksgiving just passed and Black Friday just passed and now we are on Cyber Monday today and it's still crazy. Shit, my fingers is typing fast. I'm ordering everything. It's snowing. Everything's half off. Fashion over done got that free sale. Free sale, fucking 60%, 60 to 90. I like 90. Me like it. I like 90 a it's lot. It's a good price. Me like it. Not a, no, not that you think it. It's a good price. Me like it. Yes, yeah, so basically everything is cheap right now and you need to order your stuff. If you're hearing this, you're probably too late now. <laughs> they may have some last minute doorbusters. But yes. Pick up the scraps one time. Get this last little two piece. Get the last little minute stuff, you know. So basically, how was your holidays? Like, how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was pretty good. It was small. It was quiet. It was just my parents, my dude, and my grandfather, who mm-hmm. is 97. Shout out to my grandpa. Shout out to grandpa. My grandpa was a lady too titty. Well, we had to carry grandpa back to his place. Grandpa still at 97? Grandpa still drive. Grandpa still drink his drink. Grandpa still get woman. Grandpa said he not need blue pill. Oh, he don't need the blue pill. He said he not need it. Yes, grandpa. <laughs> He got drunk and was talking his shit. And I was like, that's my granddaddy. But it was cute. My dad cooked a bunch of stuff. My cousins came over the next day, ate all the shit up. Me and my dude went home. We made some Thanksgiving of our own. That's right, as you should. And yeah, we just chilled. And then I got my godson and we chilled. And I was being a part-time parent for a little bit. That, as you should, that's loyalty. That's a good godparent right there. I was a, I'm a part-time mother. I'm the first one at school. I'm at his place. This new thing coming out or this new exhibit, Titi's taking me. Come on, let's go. As you go. should. So then we just summed it up and chilling. Now it's fucking snowing. So after this, a bitch getting in her bed and watching Lifetime movies. Oh, me too. I'm out. <laughs> but my Thanksgiving was calm this year. So this year, my mother cooked and my mother did not cook all 2019. So when she made that food, I was she the first shit. one there. <laughs> she had used all the seasonings. She found all the salt, all the sazon, all the goya, everything. And that food was popping. The sad part is that I only got to eat one time because I had, like, chilled with my friends. I did other stuff. So I wasn't really home like that. I go visit my grandmother a lot. So basically, I only got to eat one time. When I came back, everything that I liked was gone. Like, I was so mad. Yeah, but... After I'd spent the day with my mother, like, the morning time, because my mother was done cooking by, like, 2, 3. And then I had a Friendsgiving. So, you know, I had my Duce on hand. You know, Duce is my favorite. I had my Duce, my Seveca, and I always mix light and dark when I drink. Ooh, I like to get... You bold. I'm very bold. Bold, because I don't do dark. Dark is a laxative for a bitch like me. Oh, it... Ah! Yo! It, you don't need no ballerina tea with a, with, a, with, a, with a dark liquor. I'm a white girl. If it's white, I drink it. Yes. Because... I just like, you know, being purified from the inside out. Yo, so basically, that liquor tore me up. So on Black Friday, I was supposed to work at 9.30 in the morning. I called them at 5 a.m. like, hello, I cannot make it. I sent emails to everybody. I'm sick. No, I let them know. I said, I got drunk and I can't move. <laughs> I have worked nine days before that. I let them know I cannot move. I'm not going nowhere. Oh, you both. I used to do the Karen voice from my mean girls. I'm sick. No, I said, good evening, girl. I sent the email, good evening, girl. That's exactly how I read. But my managers, they love me. So they started laughing like, yo, this is really him. Like, this is how he talked to us. So basically, my holidays was lit because I spent it with the people I love. Like, 
not all the times the holidays is about like I love my family to death but they do get on my nerve a lot like my not my immediate family but the extended family. family I cannot take everybody and everybody cannot take me but it's really much so I can't take them and I don't want to have to cause a problem yeah. so I decided to chill with my friends because sometimes the friends that you make become your family of course of course and of course. when I'm around my friends I just get this vibe like I like a positive vibe we have fun so I decided to spend my first Thanksgiving with my friends and it was amazing and that was all with that so we're going to talk about some things what do you like about the holidays and what don't you like about the holidays um i'm to be honest i'm not a big holiday person they stress me out they give me anxiety in my heart i just can't <laughs> because that's when the fake and the phony come out yes and that's why the way i am i call shit when i shoot see it sharpshooter Bop, bop, anybody can get it. Anybody, any can, man, Mexican, Puerto Rican, Panamanian, Jamaican, they can get it. Yo. I don't give a fuck. So that's the part that I kind of um, don't like, but me being, I come from a big family. Mm -hmm. So like seeing like my nieces and my nephews, my god kids and stuff, and my sisters, that's the part I like this. So if, it, if I could keep it immediate forever, I'll be Gucci. Yeah. But like them other extra people, they got to fucking go. Yo, that's how I feel. Like in my Thanksgiving, one of the things that I don't like is that my family is really big. And I feel like every time we get together, it's a new cousin. And they like, it's not like they're a baby. They're a new 30-year-old cousin, a new 20-year-old cousin. Like, who be, are you? Because I, we from the Caribbean, Caribbean, people, fathers be dipping in and doing and having three, four, five families. So they come up in mind the same way. And then um, like... Another thing I don't like is that my aunts, they will try to read you. Like, the shady aunts, like, the shady older aunts, they try to read you, and then they like being shambles. But you can't say nothing because you got to be respectful. respectful. But I'd be letting it out. I'd be like, look, ma, they started with me. I'm just clapping back because enough be enough with them. I don't got time for nobody trying to be shady, trying to be messy. The, so you got the shady ones. I got the conservative ones, the ones that just found Allah and shit, or they sons and went to jail. So they come like, oh, you know, she covered those knees. You'll never find a man that way. What? Sis, I already got one. What do you mean? You just, your knees was uncovered not even two months ago. And then they've done found Allah in the prison and now they want to switch it up? Don't. You look five percent of. I see you eating. That, that ain't turkey bacon. That's real bacon. Right. I, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, you eating pepperoni and that damn pizza. Don't play right. with me. You chewing gum because you know gum got pork in it. But another thing I don't like about Thanksgiving is turkey. Like, I'm over turkey, and I feel like people don't really make that shit. Like, turkey, cranberry sauce, and all of that. Like, people don't make that stuff. Like, the turkeys kill me. It be so dry. No matter who make turkey, it's dry. And it's just not it. Like, the most I get to turkey is, like, the turkey wings. Like, you know, Korean people yeah. do the turkey wings oh, up. Oh, we do the neck up. We do the neck or the turkey thigh. Yes, like the stuff you could put in the collard greens, but not the whole turkey. It was just so dry. My mother made that, but she knew better than to only make that. She made ham. She made an oven roaster because she already know it's going down. I don't First got of all, I don't fuck with white meat. I like, if it ain't black, I ain't with it. So that's why I don't fuck with turkey. I'm dead. I'm over you. <laughs> if it ain't black, so... The, I get the blackest part of the turkey. I get the turkey neck. I do the thigh. The wing. The wing. But the body, men I do. Yeah, maybe the under. You know, under when they cooking so the juice. <laughs> you gotta cut that. That's the black part. That's uh, the black part. Dark is? meat. Yeah. Oh, so you gotta flip it upside down and, you know. Flip just, it and reverse it. Yo. Yo, yo flip it, flip it. Yeah, yeah, come on. It's your fucking dick in my way. Yo, I can't take you. <laughs> But yes, the holidays is just so stressful and I'm just like over it. Like only thing I love about the holidays is that I get to stay home most likely. Yeah. Cause my job, they pay double pay and they don't like to give everybody Shout out double to the pay. Jewish holidays cause those is lit too. Yeah, I love the Jewish holidays. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. Ah! <laughs> all of the Jewish holidays, I'm here for Shout it. Shout out to all of y'all. 
lit. I got you Hanukkah, Eight Days of Lights. Everything. Fucks with it. Shout out to Kwanzaa. A lot of people don't know that's a black holiday, but sure Kwan- I love Kwanzaa. And we need to celebrate Kwanzaa some more because you get gifts on all eight days or yeah. seven days. How many Eight days. Yes. I used to do that shit heavy because um, I went to Midwest High School. We do mm-hmm. a Kwanzaa fest. And I was in that shit all four years of high school. My teacher embedded Kwanzaa into our asses. Yes. So I'm probably, like I said. Yeah, if I have a kid, I think I'm going to do Kwanzaa. I might I might not do Christmas, but I'll do Kwanzaa because you still get the same amount of gifts and it just teaches you about your heritage. It teaches you about your heritage a lot and, and uh, core values that a lot of people are not Yes, like loyalty and education, like knowledge, and, like stuff And community. Like that. Yes. Like a lot of shit that these little niggas, little badass coonboogers need to fucking to know. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on to my next segment of the show. It's one of my favorite segments. It's called Reality Bites, where we deep dive into reality TV and stuff going on and all the different shows that come on reality TV. So I want to start with Real Housewives of Atlanta. And basically what happened this week was Nene and Cynthia are still going at it and what's going on. So Nene feels like Cynthia has betrayed her. She feels like Cynthia has um took Kenya's side over her side and she invited Kenya to her party without her knowing and stuff like that. And in this newest episode that came on this Sunday, Yavana, who was friends with Nini, mm-hmm. came and she basically talked about how Cynthia, she told Cynthia, everybody talks about their friend when they're not around, they, their best friend, and basically tried to say Cynthia talked about Nini. And Cynthia was basically like, I didn't talk about how I said how I feel, like how I felt, and I told you how I felt, I vented to you. So basically, how do you feel about the whole Cynthia versus Nene? Like, who do you feel is in the right or is in the wrong? Well, I stand for my auntie Cynthia. I stand. Yes, my supermodel I auntie. I stand. That's my real aunt, my real life. Like, I stand. Um, I feel like when your friend is doing too much, mm-hmm. you need to check your friend. Yes. And as a friend, if I'm checking you and telling you to do that too means much, you care. I care. Yeah. And I feel like we all been like in that space where you got a friend that's out of line and they don't want to hear from you. And now I feel like, oh, you're the enemy, you th- you this, that, and the third, da 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 That's not the case. I'm coming to you as your friend, because if I can't check you, that's a problem, because I don't yes. want nobody else in the street to check, because now I got to beat that bitch ass for checking you. Right. But I'm going to check you first, so just to catch you to catch you where you're falling. That's what friends are supposed to do. Yeah. And I, I feel, feel like Nene's taking it to extremes again, like really, especially the shit she be saying. She's wild on Yeah, Instagram. like the interviews she be doing, you can't be dragging your friend like that in the public and then want them to be your friend again. Like, I definitely feel for Cynthia, and I feel like she's the less dominant personality in the thing. So it's like... She's not confrontational like, like, like that. Yeah. She don't like... She don't like static, but if you bring it, my she'll, auntie will show she'll up. She'll bring it back, like, but I feel like Nini's the more dominant person, and I feel like she's the wrong person. She doesn't take accountability. At like, all. you need to know when you do stuff. Like, I'm like that too, but sometimes I'll be thinking about it after, like, oh, dang, I was wrong. Like, mm-hmm. let me go and apologize. Like, I'm that friend that will apologize to my friends. Because yeah. I know, like, I'm, I may have been wrong, I may have been too aggressive, or I may have been right, but I didn't need to go that hard. Yeah. And I definitely feel like Nini. She may have had some rights in this, but I feel like they both wrong. And they taking it too, it's too, too far. Long. They dragging it. too old. Y'all's mothers and gra- Nini, you are grandmother, Nini. Damn near great grandmother. Like, sis, it's, sometimes it needs to come up here because 
we can if we really want to get the tee hee hee. You talking about Cynthia and her relationships? We could talk about you and Greg. Right, and talk about a three way relationship. That is nasty. I don't got time I for don't, that. I'm here for the throuples because sometimes you need a little change in taste. A throuple, oh, <laughs> child. I don't think I could do a throuple. Like sometimes you gotta be like, I am sticking you. Where's the, where's the side salad at? Come on. I'm not the salting the mashed potato. <laughs> With that extra gravy. <laughs> Yo, I can't stand you. All right, so staying on Real Housewives of Atlanta, do you feel like Marlo deserves a peach? Yes. For two reasons. One is real shallow, though. Why? Because my auntie Marlo low-key be serving looks. She do. She serves looks. She do. And just that's what we come there, for. Even if she just there being cute. And being shady, be too. Super sh- shady. Boots down. I feel like every um cash trip they have, Marlo comes and she drops a bomb and disappear. But my <laughs> thing is that that's why I they love need a to have on the show. I like, love a messy bitch like that. We don't watch TV just to, for everybody to be high-fiving. Kumbaya and shit. No, I need a messy bitch. Like, I don't want you to be like... Like Tammy and Smack Mika, and I don't want you to drag like beat base. No, no, I, I write one hit maybe. I don't need you to beat nobody down, but I love the shade like the quick wit. Like, yeah, let's see. Who and I love when Marlo be when Nene was getting crazy and she fixed up. Her Yo, body. she fixed her um Donald Trump wig. <laughs> she fixed up while she was getting crazy. That's a real friend, and she deserves a peach because she is the fucking MVP. Because a bitch who will fix your hair while you about to beat a bitch ass is your friend for life. And then she's taking care of her um nephews now. So if she has a storyline, mm-hmm. I'm like Bravo. It's about time. G- give her the peach because they gave um what's the fucking Phase. I'm Shamari. Shamari a peach real quick and her ass was fucking boring. If you ask me, Eva got the peach too quick too. Like, boom. I like Tanya. You know I like Tanya. You don't like Tanya? Uh, I don't She's like, the opposite of Marlo. Like, yes. you have the one messy one, and then you need the one that wants to bring it together. Like, yeah. you have the drama and the, the, the meanness. You need the one that brings it together. I but like Auntie her. Auntie Cynthia got her together, too. Tell that bitch, don't think I look for you underneath the rock. No, that was Yavana. Oh, Yavana, yeah. Yes, the ghetto one that said, I've been that bitch. <laughs> like, Yavana is really ghetto. I've been like, where? I'm going a, I'm to a add that clip into this. A, <laughs> she really thinks she is it. That, that bitch. But yeah, that's all for um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. So what about Married to Medicine? So basically, they do a couple's trip every season. With all the husbands and all the wives, they go to um, a tropical island, this, that, and the third. And Quad last season got divorced from Dr. Greg. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, um, Dr. Greg and th- Dr. Greg is no longer with the group, like the whole cast. Yeah, he And Quad is still there. From the marriage and from the show. So Quad is still there. And basically, the cast had decided if she could go on the cash trip or not. And my thing is that I feel like, I don't know how I feel about it. So do you feel like Quad should have been invited to the trip or should she be excluded just because she's not a wife? No. Quad has, Miss Quad. Yes, Miss Quad. Quad. Miss Quad has earned her stripes. Yeah. Just because you, I'm not currently married to him. I am still a wife, was a wife, been a wife, and could be a wife again. Yeah. Because this, especially because the franchise started with her. Mm-hmm. Bitch, my seat is valid. It's there. I don't even have to ask a question. Her name should be written on the fucking plane ticket. Like, yeah. I feel like as I feel like I feel like I feel two ways. I feel like as a couple, if it's a couple trip, maybe she shouldn't be there. But then again, I do feel like I've been in this group. Well, speaking for quiet, I've been in this group for so long. These are my friends. I don't want to feel excluded. Like, oh, you only could be friends with me if I'm married. married. Like, that's kind of why. They know how her husband was a real moving and shaking. They should. Yeah. One of them should get their brother or their cousin or and then go with Quad. or Tony from the church or something and say, go. With, hey, I know this girl named Quad. She's so pretty. Right. And, and bring him along and just make it a little zip it into it thing. That's how I feel. And I feel like it could be any of y'all next year that's divorced and y'all don't want to be like. And oh. a lot of them is treading that water of divorce. Yes. Mm, there's a lot of stuff mm. going on because 
heavily and her husband they said her husband be creeping and she got some nerd to call buffy out on her shit no did you see when jackie did that to oh when Dr. jackie, jackie did, did called out buffy, buffy. <laughs> gonna tell her whole room that she's yeah. infertile <laughs> Like, and they're gonna act like she ain't do nothing wrong. She may say, bitch, your eggs is horrible and run. <laughs> like, and that's not your business to be telling. To a whole like, convention. To people, people. And Dr. Jackie always be wanna play so innocent, so sweet, so nice. Buffy better than me, because I'd have kicked on my Louboutins and put that shit where her neck at. Yeah, I don't think I think I would have I would have told Dr. Jackie. A I'd have told I'd have told her lace front to fuck off. Alright, so then we're gonna move on to the next reality series, which is um growing up hip hop. So we're going to first talk about the New York one. So the New York one had its finale or whatever, I guess it was. somebody remove Fat Joe's son? I met him on the train. First of all, your father's Fat Joe. Why the fuck are you on the train? On Halloween, we was coming back, me and my friends. We was coming back from um the parade, the Halloween parade. And he was on the train. I'm looking at him. He looking at me. And then I'm like, you're Fat Joe's son? He like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was like, where you going? He like, um... Oh, yeah. I said, you Ryan for real? He said, yeah, it's me. He did the voice. <laughs> I said, nah, it's really him, y'all. Of course he did. My friends pulled up the pictures and all, and then he was just sitting laughing with me and my friends. He was like, oh, I'm going to this party, da-da-da. And he really came all the way to Brooklyn, and it was just a good vibe. And I feel like um, in the New York show, basically what happened is, is this lady. You know Vina Love? She's a yes. singer from New York. Yeah. Her aunt Medina is on the show. Yes, I know And she you. is so messy. Yes. Like, she's been, she was arguing with Flavor Flav's daughter, called her fat and ugly, said she can't manage. Then she was arguing with Charlie Baltimore. Was, yeah. And her daughter. And I'm surprised the, the Charlie Baltimore now. Ah. The no. one that used to drag little Kim. No. Okay. The one that was on all the mix. Okay. The one that was arguing with Wendy I'm Williams. I'm surprised she ain't got a, a buck fifty. I'm surprised. Yes. Shawty ain't dog walker. Walk him like a dog, sis. Walk him like a dog. And Medina need her ass whooped at she this point. Like, bad. she's doing she too needs much. She to be stomp the fuck out. She's doing too much. And I love Vina, but I feel like Vina and them, they need to clap back at her. Like, Vina need to check her. And this is not even her real aunt. Sidebar, is it bad that I can say Fat Joe's other son that got Down syndrome is more entertaining than his real son? Than Ryan? Yes. He got a son with Down syndrome? Yeah. I don't know. I know nothing about Fat Joe. His thousand son is mad funny on the gram. When they put him up there, when that shit is funny. I feel like Fat Joe don't want nothing to do with Ryan or the show. Like, he just want to collect. Because he be telling that nigga, work in the store, bro. Why yeah. are you trying to be I feel like he don't want him to really, like, work in, um... Music and music because I feel like he feel like his, his son, son is, is tarnish- corny. Yeah, it's tarnishing his name and his brand. When you know your kid, like that's like when bitches have kids and they fucking put the hearts and shit over their faces and be like, oh, I don't want nobody just saying putting bad luck on my kid. Bitch, you're lying. Your kid is ugly. That's why you put that shit on their yeah, face. Yeah, that's why. But they be posting their kids too early. You gotta let them bake in the oven a little more. The outside. Oven. Like let the dirt, let the, the wrinkle skin come off. Before yeah, you let their face pop. You know when you wake up, you ugly. And if baby. you got an ugly kid, you got an ugly kid. Like all right, my kid ugly, but they got a nice personality. Like, no, we gonna <laughs> buy my kid Gucci. We gonna buy my kid Fendi. Like Lisa gonna, gonna dress ugly nice. and fly. <laughs> Ugly and it's gonna be dripped down in designer. Like my kid ugly, this is gonna dress nice. Like don't right. be denial, it just happens. Right. So moving on from Medina, we have in um the LA show, we have Romeo and Angela. They love sagas continuing. So basically now yes. Romeo is ignoring her because he feels like he tried he's saying basically he was a friend of Ange and he feel like Angela's only a friend to him when the cameras is around and stuff like that. Bro, are we in high school, dog? Where's him and his white woman? Is he still with that white bitch? No. Oh, okay, he did. I agree with I agree with Romeo because it feel like if we friends, you gotta be friends all the way, even when the camera's not showing. And I feel like he really like Angela. And yes, he keep putting himself yes. out there just to be shot down. But she she seems like she doesn't want him. 
But then when she does interviews and like her little green screen, mm-hmm. she be seeming like she want him. Like she's hot and cold. Like you need to figure it she's out. She's a girl. She's a. I feel like Romeo. Romeo's a. He's. He's such, too nice. He's such a nigga. No, he's too nice. He's such a because niggas want you to be like, oh my god, you, I love you some, and she's not like that. You want me to understand that Angela is a single mother. She yeah. just she her baby father ain't not even a year's past. Well, just a year past. So she just lost her son's father. Now she just lost her grandmother. But she be all in Bow Wow face. But then Bow Wow was her nigga, nigga, nigga. Like Romeo was never her man. So she gotta be in Bow Wow face because like I gotta entertain you because everybody knows what we've been through. Like they all when you hear Romeo. I mean, when you hear Bow Wow, you hear Angela. Like they go hand in hand. So, mm. Romeo is kind of like the like the good, you know, the guy that's the so the perfect guy, so nice. But you don't realize you need him till you really need him. And she gotta realize she gotta really need him. And she's also on her uh, her personal growth journey right now. Too. Well, I hope she hit rock bottom and feel like she need him. Yes, because she need because him. He, cause she needs him and they need each other. And they they're good together. They good together. But she, she makes I'm, him more mature. Yes. But I think also, because she knows she get Romeo, it's going to be messy. It's going to be messy. If she could deal with Bow Wow mess, she could deal Man, with... No, but in media and stuff, they're going to literally... Because, like, growing up, what was the few? Bow Wow, Romeo, all the time. Yeah. And here, Angela Sims, a fucking ping pong. Bing bong, bing bong. No, well, she need the ping pong with Romeo. That's the better look. She better get it where she fit in, because that's the money team, too, low yes. key. Yes, his father got money, he got Sim- money. His sister got money, Symphony. Yes, all of them. I remember Symphony in her show on um, Nickelodeon. Little bit swagger, little bit And then swagger. she was on um, um, BT. <laughs> she was hosting. Yeah. I like Symphony. Yeah. But then we have, we're going to get into Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, which I feel like is so boring this season. And it's been so long. It's like dry. I feel, and like, it, like turkey. They dra- Like turkey, but they dragged <laughs> it out this season. So basically, we have Summer Bunny. She was accused of sleeping with A1, and she feel like accused the, or she was she confirmed. did sleep with A1 a couple of times, okay. and she she said it herself. But she feels like the cast is bullying her, and the show is making her seem to be a hoe. And then she feels you like are. she never gets to interact with the other women in the show and plead her case. Bitch, like when you fucking <laughs> when you fucking uh, marry niggas, you are in the category like you know how you put categories in school yeah like truth, false, lies. Mm-hmm. You are in the whole category. And Drea just cannot save you. Your wholeness is not getting deleted. Yeah, you I don't think your wholeness could ever get deleted. You're not getting... Tell my bunny, you're not getting this deleted. Because you slept with A1. With a nigga with pearls around his neck and nail polish on. No, but what I feel like is... Like, I feel like... um. And you should be bullied. Because if you can't stand up in your wholeness, if I'm fucking a married nigga, I'm like, yeah, I fucked your man. What's up? And I'm standing I'm not crying because I did it because I wanted to do it. I... That's what makes her look like she trying to make us look like a victim a lot because she's fucking crying. Bitch, don't cry. You was crying. You was popping that pussy. Don't cry now. What you crying for? No, I feel like she she is... Uh, uh, okay. She's wrong for definitely sleeping with somebody's husband. I don't promote none of that. But I feel like it's not fair the way that production and the um company of Love & Hip Hop is treating her because... If you are allowing people to keep talking about her and speaking on her name, you should allow her to go to the events that they are and stand up for herself. You should allow she her to at least... Jocelyn. And then you should allow her to get a green screen interview at least. Like, yes. Because yes. the green that screen interviews is how people who watch TV get, to know get a perception of people. Because you one, you get to see who they are, how they talk, how they speak. Two, you get to see how they personally feel about other people. We not getting that from somebody, yeah. so we all just getting our um, conclusions from how Lyrica feeling, how Lyrica saying, how, um, Apple. how Apple saying, I love Yo-Yo. Apple Watts, and I love Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo is actually being fair towards her, but my thing is we automatically seeing her from Lyrica's perspective because Lyrica is one of the main characters, but my thing is I love Lyrica to death, but Lyrica is not innocent either. She definitely Hell starts no. drama. She definitely mixy, and she... um. 
she cheated on A one as well. Yes. A lot of people do forget that. That she slept with Safari. Yes, and she allegedly. We're gonna say allegedly. Alleg- allegedly. Sorry. But we know it really happened. Safari not trying to fuck up your happy home, bro. Sorry. But we know it happened. Yeah. I recommend her with Taylor uh tear her to shred. But I feel like that's where Summer Bunny's fucking up Cause she needs to just Bitch do your research Go back Pull up Jocelyn And just pop up Hi mate Right Hi Bali the babe And you you know It's a crazy thing Lyrica never have energy anyway Unless she's with her man But if you catch Lyrica by herself She be she, Oh she was out Scary Oh yeah when she, she was, was out, out She tough too <laughs> she was, Everything's she, so funny And yeah, she's so she bad So somebody Sis if you listening to this Pop up on that hoe, knock on doors, and be like, I just want to talk to her. Right. And, just, and that's how you earn your screen time. Don't expect nobody to give you shit. Earn your shit. Pop up, knock on that bitch door if you got to, and tell her to run up. Period. All right. So then we have um the whole Apple Watch situation. So in the latest episode, they post all the cast members were watching a live of Apple Apple Watch, and they were saying like, oh, she was drunk. She was in the video. She did look a little drunk. She's acting crazy, and basically. They molded the episode to look like she was an alcoholic. So she went to her on her Instagram and she was basically like, one, these people aren't my real friend. Because they are just castmates at the end of the day. Some of them are friends, some of them are not. And I Two, um, she said that live was old and they had um, the production sent them the live so they could watch it and get filmed and show their reaction. So it wasn't in real time, she said. And three, she said, I likes to drink. I was in my house. I was drinking with my um, homeboys and my family. And I do agree. When I'm with my family and I know I'm in a safe space, I do get lit. I'm not going to lie. I'm too titty. And just because you drink don't make you to be out to be a drunk. drunk. Like, I feel like Love and Hip Hop does that a lot. Like, they really exploited Tierra Marie and her situation. They exploited Tommy and her situation. Yes, that's who they exploited. Tierra Marie, she she fucked her own shit up. But Tommy, they exploited. And I feel like sometimes you, when you around, you just want to get lit. That doesn't automatically make you a drunk or things like that. And I feel like... They're, they definitely hyped up the situation with Tommy. And now I can see they're trying to do it to Apple. They're trying to make Apple another Tommy. And it's just whack. It's corny. And I definitely feel for her. Yeah, um, I, I agree in that sense. Um, because, like I said, you in your crib and you in your comfort zone, you around your peoples, you getting lit. Because I know when I'm with my girls, I'm wallet. Yeah. I'm a gangster. I grab my crotch. I shoot niggas with my, with my air gun. You pat the pussy like Evelyn. I sure do. Yo. Pussy be got mad bruises on it. Yo, you so annoying. I'm clapping ass sound like a round of applause in that bitch. Right. Because that's what you do when you comfortable. But what I will say now, just seeing that, um, and then seeing her on Instagram now, um, recently when she posted the video and it's a couple pictures of her and her kids, and she's like, oh, I'm so happy to get them back. It makes viewers who are looking at her social media aligning with the show mm-hmm. seem like... She lost her kids because she was an alcoholic. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that, so now... One thing I can say, whatever, it's shady as fuck, but kudos to production for loving hip hop because them niggas is messy. They making nothing out of something because they know the season was boring. And they that's thought, some fucking Houdini shit to do. They thought that Fizz and April was going to bring views. Nobody really cares about Fizz and fucking April. Fucking low key, Fizz and April ain't bringing views. Omarion's bringing views to that Omar- show. <laughs> no, and Moniece. And Mo- I feel like they storyline does not work without Moniece. Moniece is saving them. Like, like by a fucking threat, she's reeling the uh, Mind up. you, she's not even on. Her contract was done when she did that Damn. um season in Atlanta the last season. Yeah, her contract is done. They only bore her because this is what she's really going through in her real life. And she doesn't get a check. April is boring. Super boring. That's why Mario left her. Monice is saving. Monice is saving them, because we all know Monice is crazy about her son. Yes. And I feel like she 
Fizzle pop. Fizz is really drama. Like, he just goes out with girls that makes Moniece mad. And I feel like he know he can't be on TV without Moniece. And how many, this, was, this is show number, what, three for this nigga? Because he was on Love and Hip Hop. Uh-huh. He was on Marriage Boot Camp. Uh-huh. And he was on something else. Fuck. I forgot. He was on some other little show, like, just being... Looking like a jerk, low key, and it's so sad for me. Like I feel like I'm lo- like I'm taking a loss. Cause you my- used to like Little Fizz. Little Fizz was my my, my B2K. That was gonna be my nigga. I was gonna twist his braids. I was gonna make his little um little beads and shit. He was gonna wrap, wrap his bandana around sure his head. Sure was. And be like boom, 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 boom. That was my. I was gonna make it bump, bump, bump with him all motherfucking night long when I was a little kid. Little Fizzle Pop. Fizzle Pop was my shit. That's right. But then I had moved on Jay Book because I realized when I saw him in um, You Got Served, he's like, breathe in, breathe I was out. dead watching You Got Served the other day, and I said, damn, Amarion, you really gave these niggas jobs. Jobs. You gave them he money. He gave these niggas work. Yeah, and they did him dirty. And to fucking betray you like that with your little damn fake-ass Mulan, Moana mixed ass mixed I hate mother. April. Why her, why her kids look like twins and they not? They do. They look, it's the same baby twice. Literally. And when it's a girl and was a boy and they look the same. I just want to know. Yeah. But that's it for our Reality Bites this week. Now we're going to get into my next topic, which is one of my controversial topics. And it's called Unpopular Opinions, where we just give our unpopular opinions on whatever we feel for the day. You could give one. You could give more than one. And I'm going to start it off. My unpopular opinion is that, unfortunately, and I don't want to put this out there, but I feel it in my spirit and my bones, Donald Trump is going to win the election again. And I'm going to tell you why. There's no credible candidate that he's going against right now. There's nobody with um the charisma that Donald Trump has. And then there's a lot of people that secretly like Donald Trump that just won't say it. Of course. And we live in New York, and we have a lot of liberal people who I feel like our state may vote for mm-hmm. the other people. But it's other states that just don't like um free speech. They don't like um ways that certain other people don't live their life. They're more conservative states. And I feel like the reason why I feel like he's going to win is because Donald Trump has the money to buy another four years. And this country is so greedy right now. And then I was watching the impeachment hearings and basically he was caught in bribery. And that's a crime that you could be impeached for. Mm -hmm. And he got caught. It was evidence there. And yet and still, he didn't impeach him. Of course not. So, which I mean, I feel like they have a motive to get him another four years. And then he's gonna do all the bull that he's practicing, all the bullshit. Love that fucking just tangerine. Yes, and I feel like all the bullshit that he wanna do, he's finally gonna start doing it in his last four years. He's a stale ass Cheeto. Him and his stupid ass, dumb ass male order bride. Bitch, don't even speak. Did you see that bitch put a candy bar on the kid's head? No, did you see her get booed off the stage? I'm I'm glad she did. But my thing is, like, the Democratic candidates, it's really none of them that's popping. Kamala Harris, she's she's not really black. Like she's, she's not. She's a figurehead. She's, she in, the sunken, sitting there, she's in the sunken place. She was sitting there arresting all these black men and doing stuff like this, believing that if you got three strikes, no matter what your crimes is, you should go to jail for life. Then we have Joe Biden, who has a racist past. Yeah, and, and a sexist past. Joe Biden, but then we have um we have um um um, um Cory Booker, who's just an idiot and a seems cool. like he doesn't know what's going on. Then we have who else? Bernie. We I love Bernie, but Bernie, I feel I like he's gonna die. I know. I feel like he lived this long and he just need a good vice president. But I really liked Bernie and I feel like people just not gonna vote for him because of his age. And he been so sick. Bernie I feel like Bernie gonna get they gonna they're gonna if he do win, they're gonna put it down the Bible and then they're gonna drop. No, but I love Bernie and I'm gonna tell you why I love Bernie. 
he he's for the people. He wants free college. He wants free health care. Cause he's from Brooklyn. And he really comes to the hood. When he does his campaigns, he don't go there in Manhattan. He was he here. He go to the projects. He was in Howard Projects. He was here on Brooklyn College shaking hands and shit. He went to Brooklyn College. Mm -hmm. Like, fake went here, but he still went here. <laughs> and I feel like people not going to vote for Bernie, but that's the one who can beat Trump. I mean, that's the one who would be a good president, but I don't feel like he has the charisma to go against Trump. I mean, he looked like a troll, but still, I stand for it. I stand, I stand for a president who stood next to Martin Luther King. He yeah. got my vote. And then I feel like none of the, like, Trump will eat these people alive in the debate. Because he he's going like to overtalk them. He looks like a monster. That's why. He is a monster with that dead squirrel on top of his head. That flip-flops. That Yo, shit be doing. It's like, a, it's like a swoop, a swoop bang. Swoop bang. Fucking swag surfs. Like, Yo, yeah, I'm over it. Swag. Don't let the wind blow. It's going to be on somebody's lap. But yes, that's my unpopular opinion of the week. Do you have an unpopular opinion you want to share? My unpo unpopular opinion is the fucking blue live matter stickers that y'all niggas in New York having them cars. Dumb shit is coonery. Those are coonery. You know, have you ever seen on the cars they always have those blue lives matter? They have the black and the blue. And the oh, black. the blue lives matter talk about the cops? Yes, and they people stick them on their cars so the cops don't have to f fuck with them. That is coonery. I, that's my unpopular opinion. Y'all putting those things on your cars. I don't care if you sell drugs, you whip work, you fucking work at a desk. If you have that on your vehicle and you are a black man or woman, that is coonery. Yeah, you are sandbowing yourself out. When you say like black li blue lives matter or um, all lives matter. It's kind of like you're taking away from the Black Lives Matter movement, and that's corny. And then I feel like, the, to me, what I really don't like to see is like a black cop in the shenanigans, like doing like I seen this video. This guy was on the train, and the cops came and they dragged him. And the black cop, the boy was a black boy. He was unarmed. The black cop had his gun out, like yeah. And they would slam you know, him he, on the floor. They they broke his nose and his arm, and his mom. He's only in like eighteen. They came because somebody they gave them a um uh, anonymous tip that somebody had a gun on the train and they're suing for five mil. No, but my thing is like, my thing is, yeah, I look at you as a race trader. You you basically shitting on your own race to be a cop, and I just hate like to see black cops. It just really discouraged me. Like if you a black cop, you should be trying to change the system, not be a part of the, exactly. And I don't watch Clean and Slim, so now I'm really feeling. Oh, I see it, bitch. You, I, I gotta go see. It. I gotta get go it see and it. get your tissue. Bring your tissue. And just be open, like. So that, that's when I really started thinking about it. I'm like, I hate seeing that shit on there because I I understand why it's there for yeah. safety because you feel, you feel you'll feel like oh if they see that they won't fuck with me. But you're cooling yourself out. I'm not bound to no white man. I'm so going to see it. I'm not bound. You can kiss my black ass. You can suck your mooma. I'm not bound to nobody. Yeah, I'm going to see Queen Islam. I gotta see it. Yes, that is on my agenda. It's a musty. It's a musty. I saw my mother and my father, we went on, we went on a double date with my dude, and we saw it, but it was a must-see. That's right. All right, so now we over that. We're going to get into our next segment of the show, which is called Beef in the Streets. Not Beef in the Sheets. Not Beef in the Streets. It's Beef in the Streets, okay? So basically, if you don't know, Sky has been seen with 600 Breezo, Breezy, whatever you want to call this boy. <laughs> and He's a fucking boy. Sky broke ass because she broke because she still owe my friend money for doing her hair and her oh, makeup. shit. Sky broke ass is now dating this boy, and basically, um, he has a baby mother out there named Queen Key, who's a female rapper. It's having triplets, and she's having she's pregnant by him. Even though first he was saying it's not his baby, and it's triplets. Then, um, three, three, basically, oh, motherfuckers, three, three babies at one shot, like pew pew pew. So he claimed that he he wasn't with her; it was just sex, and he didn't want to be with her. This is before Sky came in the picture. He was saying all that. So everything. 
was calm until Sky posted a pic saying mom and dad. And basically, Queen Key went into bitter baby mama mode. Because one, I feel like she really does want to be with 600. Or 600, whatever. 600, 600, Breezy. He got like six names. They, he want to be with this boy. I don't know what songs he make. I don't know what songs Queen Key make. They some down south type of rapper people. Yeah. So basically, um, the, it went haywire when she posted the picture saying mom and dad. Queen Key started to call Sky a crackhead. She said that she doesn't take care of her son. She left her sons to do crack. She can't have a baby. Her vagina is broke. That's why she had to get a new one. That's why she had to get her vagina to look like Miss Kitty's. She said that Sky is just an old, broke hoe. And that Breezy doesn't take care of his kids. And that she just read both of them down for Phil. And my thing is... The library was open for reading. The library was open and she read them. And my thing is like... Encyclopedia style. You just look bitter. Like, I feel like you're being bitter and she dragged it. I feel like when they started with her saying mom and dad, but they could have been talking about the kids that they plan to have. But... And I don't think Sky's not too old to have kids. No, she's only like... She's like in her late 30s. I know Caesar's only 40. No, she's in her early 30s. Caesar's only 40, so I know she's not too far behind because Walt was like 30, 38. Guys, early, well, early 30s, like 34, 33. Let's do some fucking research. Let's research. You know they be lying about the Asian Hollywood, though. You sure, know. Just like they lie about their fucking names. They, you know, in Hollywood, they be like, they. Sky name is Jaquita. <laughs> ja- you know her daddy I don't black. know if she's Jaquita or ja- She used to live right near the G-Train line. Her name is Jaquita. Jaquita. I'm a quote. Jaquita. I'm a, she's 35. She, see, I was right. 34, 35. She's 35 years old. Mm-hmm. And basically... My thing is that I'm happy for Sky Broke Ass to find love because I'm going to keep calling her Sky Broke Ass until she run them people her money. <laughs> and, and that um, number's four million. And basically, Sky, that she's just... Coin. Yeah, her little coin. She worth four million? Four million. Yeah, but she never paying people with um she owe them. Because you can't take you can take the bitch out the hood, but can't take the hood out the bitch. So basically, like, she, she just lying, telling people the network going to pay them. And in this beef, I feel like there's no clear winner. I would say, like, 600 Breezy is the winner because he still got both of you looking stupid fighting over him. And Queen Key, you just look crazy. I mean, low key, low key. I stand for Sky and her shenanigans because mm-hmm. that bitch is an entertaining ass bitch on Black E Crew. No, but I ain't like how she threw Kitty under the bus and gonna tell Caesar that um she had sex with Ryan. And even though Ryan said it didn't happen. That was funny. <laughs> but Ryan said it never happened. I, but it's easy to say because, she, like, she said, I know my brother. Like, when she was trying to talk to Kitty after, she was saying, mm-hmm. like, I know my brother. Like, I know that he want love and you're too much like Duchess. That's why he's like this. Yeah. So she's like, and I guess Loki Sky did it to see a reaction, to see how. She's jealous of Kitty. I think so, too. I really think so, too. But I love how Bessie she is. And sometimes she say what it is, like. Did you see Black Ink when Kitty and Tati started fighting? I have not seen that yet. I've told the clips on Ratchet TV, Instagram. Shout Kitty out to rocked her. Kitty's from Detroit, bro. No, but they think because she's so pretty and pretty that she can't get down, but she rocked not her. Not even for sure. She's from D.C., sorry. She needs to beat up Caesar on um, Baby Mother. So she said she's going to have a new jaw. Yeah, the new. I'm over her. I think, personally, with this guy, 600 Breezy, 600 Bros, 600 Bones, 600... Dollars, 600, 600 pennies, 600 nickels, dimes, whatever the fuck he is. Dime penny. <laughs> Dime penny. Snip it, snip it. gonna be better to up snip it. She's like, Dime penny. <laughs> she's like, I never go back to these chicken. Hey, man. Hey, I see man. you got on your man outfit hey, like you always do. Hey, babe. <laughs> she was like, Stevie. 
She go off. Oh, I love Jocelyn. Have you watched that cabaret on Fuse? No, it's up there already. It's up there. And she's shaking that ass. All right, all right, all right. right. But I think that um, it is petty. And if I was his baby mother now, don't embarrass me. Yeah. That's the borderline. Like, we going what we going through, but don't embarrass me. Because at the end of the day, I'm still the mother of your, your children. And mm-hmm. when I drop these three little motherfuckers, I'm going to smoke that bitch. That's the type of bitch I am. Yeah. And I think Sky's doing, doing too much because as a woman first, you shouldn't you should be checking him. Like, we're not going to do this because you got a whole situation going on here and it looks bad. It looks bad on my part and it looks bad on your part. I feel like she should have just left him. Leave it alone. Mind your business. Where's your kid? Tell your son to get off Instagram with guns and three blunts in his mouth and a, and a, and a stack full of dollar bills. Yes. Because that's how Genesis is giving it up on Instagram. I don't... The, even the good boy is bad. Because he, he kicking it with him. Genesis fucking whole... Com, his whole damn... um comment box where he be writing his his captions mm-hmm. be full of fucking K's and B signs and shit like it looked like a fucking ABC book both of her sons is a lost cause now now she definitely she messed Desilene's up yeah giving him too much too fast you like at the end of the day this boy was a regular country boy he with a white know, mama he ain't know no better he was living his good life playing football and you bought him to now Harlem. he's smoking and doing drugs and acting like his his good for nothing brother like how you got the good son acting like the good for nothing son? Cause she brought him to Harlem. She brought them yeah. niggas to Kuwait. That's why. And then he seen him around Caesar, like Caesar and Caesar tried it. He's like, yo, like you know, you can work for me, like Caesar and Ted is nobody you need to have your kids around. Ted is nobody you need to have your kid around. I can't stand him. Cause Ted called Tati a bitch. He always disrespecting women though. Wow, crazy. Cause I didn't like how he treated Jada. Tati, Jada Blue. Jade. Um, Teddy need a bitch like me with brothers who like to fight. And yeah. I know niggas who go to jail for McDonald's coupon books. Teeny, somebody like that. Like, oh, you want to give us smoke? I love smoke. What's up? Like, I don't like Teddy. I really, I'm over him. I didn't like how they did Alex either, low key. Alex. Yeah, but Alex was smoking them. Alex was fighting back, though. But they fucked up my nigga back. It was like, oh, fuck, fuck nah, up. They tore his back up, but Alex was swinging. Yeah, he, and was, he was. He was catching both of them. But Donna was knocking Teddy head <laughs> off. That's a big bitch. I love Donna. <laughs> me too. I love, she I can't do her, no I, wrong. I met her a couple of times. She's so cool like that in real life. But she's a big, that's a big bitch. And you ride for your nigga. That's what I'm talking about. My hands is bisexual. Anybody can get it. Donna cannot do no wrong. She is my fave. If she's listening to this podcast, Donna, you can always come on my podcast. I don't care if we don't, we could just drink and talk because I really love she's Donna. She's mad. Nice. I used to, shout outs to Luz. Justice for Luz. Hopefully I get back open again. That's where I first met her. I was in a section with my homegirls. You know, we got we some big booty Judy's. We got some, right. we, got some we got we dragging wagons. So I was sitting on the, in the back of a VIP and she was sitting back on the on the other couch of the VIP. And I was like, damn, I was like, who ass feels like this is bad soap? And she turned around and it was done. I was like, oh shit. She goes, yeah. She's like, yeah, ass too. And we were slapping each other's butts, took a couple pictures and we took some shots and stuff like that. And we were just shaking ass all night in love, being wild ratchet. But she's so, so nice. So down to earth. Shout outs to her because her name, her real name is Taylor too, like me. Shout yeah. outs to her. But like, yeah. Oh my God, that's great. Y'all do got the same name. Mm-hmm. That's crazy because I heard the episode this week and her father well, said, you t- want Taylor's hand in marriage? That's crazy. All right, so we're going to move on from that little beef between these two. We're going to get into my next segment of my show, which is one of the favorites, which is called You Won't Believe This, where we just talk about different hip-hop news and things going on in hip-hop. So I want to start it off talking about, well, in all pop culture, not just hip-hop only. I want to talk about how Lizzo, enough is enough for Lizzo. So, this is now week three of Lizzo just posting new pictures of herself. I'm stand for shake your and, uh, asses. And basically, I wanted to ask you, is this body positivity 
Or is Lizzo dragging it and just being annoying? No, sis. Shake them clappers. Make that ass clack. Round of applause. I stands for it. Because if these Instagram hosts can do it, why can't she? Because ain't nobody say nothing to, uh, uh, what's her name, India. Ain't nobody say nothing to fucking Dream Doll on that stiff ass ass that looks like a bag of fucking rocks. Ain't nobody say to, uh, nothing to Miss Nikki, baby. And- oh, my God. All right. So, I feel like Lizzo Come is dragging on. it. Like, I did... I did... All right, the first couple of pictures, I was like, okay, sis, you you fucking it up. I was feeling it. <laughs> but now I'm like, sit your fat ass down. Like, you really dragging it. Like, from one BBW to another, sit your big ass down, Lizzo. Everybody don't need to be seeing that. Like, I even... But, and the crazy thing is, like you said, um, these Instagram models do it too. One, Dream Doll probably get a like from me a year. Like, every three months, I like something to Dream Doll. Talk nice. And then... Oh, you sound like her... And then I feel like even with Kim Kardashian, I'll be like, all right, bitch, now sit your ass down. You a mother. Lizzo is dragging it. I feel like she's becoming like a fat joke or like I feel like her gimmick is becoming, hey, it's me. I'm the fat girl. I'm mm-hmm. the fat girl. I'm the fat girl that rap. I'm the fat girl that play the flute. Like, no, girl, you don't got to be that girl because you're mad talented. Like, Hella talented. Be like uh, Kelly Price. Kelly Price ain't never show no skin, but that girl could outsing people. Um, Adele. Like, I said this like last time. Like, you need to like, enough is enough, Lizzo. Like, you proven Azalea Banks right. You proven the Gremlin Azalea right. Azalea Banks a fucking troll. She needs to go back and her fucking bridge. She needs to go somewhere. And I, I used, like her. I used to stand for Azalea when she was telling niggas she was doing chicken blood and voodoo. I used to fuck with her then. But now, because she also coming for Tanache too. Just Azalea Oh, yeah. She was dragging Tanache under her comments. Dragging her like a dead Saying Tanache want to be like FKA Twigs. <laughs> she was dragging Tanache like a rug. But I did like Tanache. I like mixtape Tanache. But I did like Azalea Banks. Like, she be speaking facts. And I feel like people just give her a hard time because she's a woman. And, like, she says the things that Joe Budden says. She say the things that most of us be thinking. And I really do, like, I like Lizzo, but she needs to sit her fat ass down. Because nobody want to be waking up on Instagram every day and your fucking rose is out. <laughs> and your fucking, um, your ass is out. Like, at the end of the day, I love people of all shapes, all bodies. I'm chubby, too. But you won't see me on Instagram with my fucking rose out unless I'm at the beach and I'm feeling like bitch y'all skinny people got your shirt off I'm gonna have my shirt off too um, Lizzo I'm standing with you sis it's not easy being beefy like it's hard being a thick bitch nobody wanna fuck no bones and sometimes you need to shake a little ass take it to the store and give it some more uh uh you is not gonna be sick of Cardi up in here this is a Cardisha be free zone but nah Lizzo is giving us too much tempo like we at a tempo overload like, nobody want no little tremble they need a bass they all about that bass I, I don't like seeing these bony sticks um, twerking either but Lizzo is dragging it. Like, I like to I, see a bitch that look like me. Liz, and, oh my God. Like, everything about her is really a fat joke. I'm gonna tell you because I thought her Instagram was Lizzo beating. It's Lizzo be eating. Like, she really dragging it for real. But I feel like it's not her making herself a jerk. I feel like that's society. And I, who really ain't getting who's driving this motherfucking boat, no pun intended, this nigga 50 Cent. He drove the boat when he put that shit to like, fuck her rolls and shit like that. When he put that up, then that's when everybody started doing it. Like, come on, Lizzo. Skin is smooth. Look like butter. Her skin is cute, the but like, come on. The shea butter is glistening. God has touched. She don't got a stretch mark, not a damn thing. Some cellulite, but it's okay, though. Holes is good. You look the syrup no, out of Oh, like, Lizzo, you was dragging it, like, every day. That was a good one. Yes, sis. No, the ponytail was fire. Okay, I'm not... F- I don't like nipples. Yeah, I don't like that. My unpopular opinion, I don't like nipples. (laughs) And Lizzo is a cute big girl, but come on, you dragging it. Nobody... Like, get your ass out them Skittles, Lizzo. (laughs) She ate some of she No, get your big ass out them... 
I tell niggas taste the rainbow all the time. She making a jump. She is dragging it for real. She needs to make her OnlyFans account or a Pornhub because you know Pornhub is giving $250,000 for amateur um unprofessional video. Get them checks, ladies. And Don't I let them niggas with them on Backpage. Oh, my Backpage closed down. Backpage right? is shut down. Don't have them out on eBay. But I feel like Christmas. Lizzo, she might as well just um make her own little porn site because niggas is into BBWs and you just giving mm-hmm. away your news for free. And they be lying. Oh, I'm like that girl. Just the fuck you do. They be beating their meat to them all the time. I'm dead. But I'm over you, Lizzo. I'm over you. I hate you, fat Lizzo. I hate you. I love it. In the words of Azalea Banks, <laughs> I hate you, fat Lizzo. <laughs> but all the jokes are I like Lizzo, but she's really dragging it. We're going to move on to my next topic, which is um, French Montana is out of ICU. He was hospitalized, according to reports. Yeah, and he said need- he was hospitalized for elevated heart rate and stomach pains. But I'm going to tell you what it really is. I'm going to give you some tea. Oh, delicious. Let oh. me give you some tea with Taylor, okay? Okay. So I went to, um, what you call that shit? T- Title Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. And... Basically, I went backstage because I always get backstage at every concert I go to. Yeah, because you at the Barclays, right? Oh, you can't say that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. We ain't got to let them know all the team, but yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, why this motherfucker French Montana a whole line of coke? Oh, he doing the cocaine. The the Whitney Houston. He said, did the whole thing and then started throwing up everywhere. And then my thing was, when I was watching his performance, he was lip singing. He didn't know half the words. He had the crowd... Like, you know, the crowd say the words because his yeah. songs is popular. Damn, and my thing is, like, that? he was on drugs heavy. And I want, I'm going to say allegedly, but it's true because I was there. I witnessed it. I seen that. You seen but him my, Tina. Yeah, I seen him do it. And my thing is, like, that's why he was in... I feel like that's why he was in the hospital. Either he was did too much or he was on withdrawal. Like, oh, got a bad batch. Or, or he tried to stop doing it and the withdrawal kicked in. My thing is, like, he needs to stop doing this or at least come out and say, this is what I'm going through so your fans can know you're going through something because that badass show and the stuff you're doing, like, you need to stop. Like, you're a grown-ass man at this point. You're not a little boy no more. And it's too much of promoting the drug culture and hip-hop already. Like, he needs to really, How like, many more do we need to lose before niggas is like, I'm coming off the lean. I'm yeah, it's like nobody want to say nothing because they don't, they want to feel like, oh, we shouldn't say his business. But he needs to get off of this stuff. Yeah. Like, French Montana is on crack or cocaine. Well, let's not say crack is whack, like Whitney said, and that's the cheap shit. That's the cheap shit. He's on cocaine. Like, did y'all not learn from Mac Miller? Did y'all not learn from Peeve? Did y'all not learn? They they don't want to learn. Like, what are y'all not seeing? And I feel like because they rich, that's like a rich lifestyle, but enough is enough. So since he over here spilling tea, too, I have been in some, he went to a concert, I've been in other Places. The, you was in the stripper club? I said the stripper club. I was in the after hours. I the booty club. The booty club. I be in the telly. I, you know, I've done... But I've been I've been around. You lived a life. I've lived. I've you dipped live. it into it. And it is a culture. It is a thing where you will be in spaces and y'all just chilling. And somebody's pulling out Tina on the table. And they're like, you want? I'm like, I'm good, bro. And they'll chase it down with some lean. They'll chase it down with a mommy. Yes. And it just be, they don't stop. Yes. Even in my work life, where my old where my old job I used to work at, um, I would be working, and like models and shit would come in and do it and be like getting their hair done and be like, okay, I'm going to the bathroom. And I'm like cleaning whatever. I'm like, is this this motherfucking coke? Oh shit! And my thing is like six in the morning. It's not a judgmental thing because if all. you could function and do it, that's your life. I'm not gonna tell you what to do. But my thing is like. 
It's now have you in a hospital for six days. It's, time to- it's messing with your how you make your money. Mm-hmm. And it's messing with your health, your money, and everything. You need to stop. Like enough is enough. Massive. It's fucking with your, your coin. You, you need to stop. You need to stop. You need to stop. And I saw that because Meg, um, Meg the Stallion went to go see him. Yeah. And she's like, get up at this bed. Come on, let's get back to this work. And he just looked. Out of it. He looked, um... Drain like you know what I'm saying. Just sucks the energy. He looks sunken, and that's my favorite because I he a proud a rap nigga on the on the radio rapping and stuff like that. He had women in her jobs on his album cover. I stands for me a French Montana. He done went from a grape to a raisin. Literally, he looked like and nobody like raisins but white people. I'm dead, but yes, we are gonna get into my next topic, which is a boogie posted how like on Instagram how he kind of looked was upset that he wasn't nominated for a Grammy, and. It's, it's a shock to me because A Boogie puts out like a lot of good music consistently. Like other than chart wise too. I've, chart wise, he charts. He, he's his Latin. album was number one. He did hip hop. He did Latin. He did pop because he got a song with fucking um, Ed Sheeran and shit. Yeah. Like he's. I feel like the points. Grammys robbed A Boogie this year. They robbed a lot of his people. album was number one this year, and I feel like like my thing is like A Boogie putting that work since his mixtape days. His mixtape songs are some of the best songs he ever mm-hmm. had out. He's killing the future, the features. And to me, he's one of the last real hip-hop artists left. Because he not... Me- he, he not mumbling. He not mumbling and he not messy. He messy with, like, him and Ella, him and Ella messy, but, like, he not in the streets. You ain't hearing A Boogie right. shot up a club, A Boogie pr- people doing this type of drugs, A Boogie ain't show up for his sound check. But he there when it's getting shot up, though. And he exits stage left real quick. You never hear him in the mix. You never see no no damn mugshot to him. Right. A Boogie is quiet. He's, I like A Boogie. He's home with his child. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like he deserves that award. But we're going to move on to the next topic. This one is crazy right here. BBC Names, which is the British network, it named Young Thug as this century's most influential rapper. I gagged. I could not believe that. Deceased and in my coffin and the dirt is on me. Bitch, what? Get the casket. Make sure my, my feet is out like, like Aretha. No. I cannot believe that Young Thug, like they would ever name Young Thug the most young influential thug? rapper. Of all fucking people, Young fucking Thug. First of all, the most influential rapper ever would have to be, if I'm saying of the century, I'm going to give it to Lil Wayne because I feel like yeah. all these new rappers, even Young Thug, want to be Lil Wayne. Like Uzi reminds me of Lil Wayne. Young, YNW Melly reminds me of Lil Wayne. Like all of them have dreads like Lil Wayne. Future was sounding like Lil Wayne, Wayne at a time. Like, Migos, they all stole Lil Wayne's image and turned into, Lil Wayne, um, turned into like Lil Wayne clones. Even Kodak. But when you, <sighs> when it's coming from man. Young Thug as the most influential rapper, I can't... I just started liking Young Thug. Nigga, only influential thing he did is wear a fucking skirt. I'm, yeah, I don't feel like Young Thug... Young, like, I can't even tell you like five Young Thug songs on top of my head. That's his songs, not with features. Like, to me, that's like saying Michelle is the most influential one in Destiny's Child. <laughs> and we all know that's not true. I'm just over that. that that's like situation. saying Escape is the best female group of all time. Every mm. man was a woman. They not better than SWV. I love that's SWV. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't yeah. compare You can't compare where they don't compete. And Young Thug is not competing. Yeah, not competing at all. But let's get into the next topic. We have... um. It's just like a little shout out. Did you know that Danny Lee choreographed the, the baby's bop video? Yes, I saw. I just saw that on. Does it on the gram? No, so on Facebook they had the video of her doing it and then I like, can come in and shit. And that is talented as fuck to put that whole because video together. Because she's a choreograph. She was a choreo- uh, choreographer first before she realized she could sing. And then she used to work with Prince mm-hmm. as well. So 
artists that you think are new just because you are just now seeing them are new. She been doing it. She yeah. been hustling. And she's mad young. So shout out to Danny Lee or Danny Lay. Danny Lay. You know she's Dominican. So Danny Lay. Oh, shout out to Danny Lay. And we're going to move on. Next we have Drake's Nothing Was The Same album spends six years on the Billboard's Hot 200. Damn. And that album came out when I was in 11th or 12th grade. And I feel like that is Drake's best album to this date. Yeah. And it has, like, a lot of his good bops, like, Come Through, Pound Cake. Um, a little bit. No, that's not a little bit. Just, go, just come home. Come mm-hmm. home. That's yeah. on there, too. Um, Control. Like, a lot of his yeah. the best songs is from that album. The songs that got Everlasting Spins in the club. Like, Controller will always... No, not Controller. Control. His Control, other song. Yeah. Controller's on the album okay. after. But it's like, that song... Started from the bottom that, is on that album. That's... Spider from the bottom is in every little motherfucker's bar mitzvah party. When they, they niggas graduate, when they fucking. First of all, you get on the train. I is a no lie. If you ever took the four train, there's a crackhead who who every day he get on the train. Started from the bottom and we still at the bottom. <laughs> yes, I see it. Yes, so like it's just crazy to like think that. And shout out to Drake. And other music news: Rihanna becomes the first black woman to spend over 200 weeks on the Billboard 200 charts. Black people is rising up. Black people from the Caribbean is just, we just marinated all this time. And we no. just... Yeah, Riri is a boss. A boss bitch. A and, boss. And don't even breathe the same air she breathed because you couldn't breathe boss air. You know what's crazy? So um, my brother does um security at Barclay or whatever. And um, Rihanna um had her 50 fashion show there. Yes. So they was told to not talk to Rihanna. Like, don't be all up on her. This, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. Ah, ah. Rihanna walks past my brother and is on and my brother got the footage Rihanna walked past and he like of course said but, Rihanna is so fucking beautiful said that she's mad funny they couldn't talk to her but, but yet Rihanna him. cracking jokes with them <laughs> so they don't know if they can laugh or not and I'm like wow Rihanna is really a cool person then this boy I went to high school with his name is Eric and he hangs out with Rihanna a lot like he was a fan of hers and they became friends and she always shout him out she tells him happy birthday she comments on because she likes the stuff and Rihanna like ratchet people I'm starting to see she's ratchet and she like ratchet people my homeboy um, Coyote rest in peace Coyote um, he used to be a jewelry designer he mm-hmm. went back when she was in Disturbia form yeah. he made a couple of jewelry pieces for the body chain she used to wear back in the day he used to make them for and she was like come to the show she'll comment buy stuff send people send her people over to buy things and stuff like that like they say she's super down to earth like she's not sedity at all like she speaks to the janitor the same way she speaks to the CEO and that's what people admire about her and I feel like that's why she is so successful in what she do because cause she's humble cause you humble when mm-hmm. you not too good remember where you fucking came from cause how quickly you can get up this how quickly you can come down we've seen mm-hmm. many of them Oh, so speaking of quickly as you get up, as quickly as you come down, we're going to skip over to Summer Walker. So basically, Summer Walker was in another situation because she's always in a situation. She basically... Summer situation. Situation summer. So basically, the girl, she was supposed to arrive and do a tour in Canada, a show in Canada. She arrived to the show hours late. And before she got to the show, she was chilling with Drake, taking pictures with Drake, going on tour, (laughs) chilling with all the um, rappers in um, London on the track, her boyfriend. And basically... She said she didn't know that she was supposed to be at the show. Nobody told her. She said as soon as she got there, they told her she had to go on stage as if she was on time. And she also went on a rant and she dragged people for, like, Wendy Williams for saying, oh, she has, she's faking her social anxiety. And my thing is with Summer, 
if you they're paying you to be here, be here. Show Word. up, do the work. Like sis, like how fuck, how you fuck you don't know when your show starts. And my thing is, I don't believe she has social anxiety only because you always on social media twerking, dancing, and you was in the hot girl summer video in the pool scene with the blonde wig and the blue outfit dancing twerking in front of hundreds of people so where was that social anxiety back then summer i gotta i got in that part i gotta defend i gotta defend summer she, she said she she gets nervous around a lot of people yeah she was around a hundred but i people. think like she said those people those people the people like she knew like she's familiar with meg she's familiar with nikki like people you comfortable around and that's the difference people don't understand what social anxiety um is that like it comes where you're you're in situations when you don't know people because mm-hmm. I can I kind of got it a little I'm bit I'm sure she ain't know all them booty girls in that video but so. then they just booty girl bitches and they probably weren't nowhere really near her after they, they did a one two shake a shake a shake a shake a shake mm-hmm. they was off the fuck up that pool like it's it's different and I can say that as somebody who kind of suffers from it a little bit like I find myself as I got older I've gotten it when I'm in a room full of people I don't fucking know I'm kind of playing the back until I can right. assess shit out so um that part i can understand when she just don't want to be around a bunch of people because they make you feel weird because one you don't know niggas intentions right niggas is snaky as fuck so when you're anxious you're thinking about all of that and then you also think especially when you're not comfortable in your own skin so you might think like do they like me do i look weird is my lace down did my voice sound right like you know what i mean and like and she's like she also um explained on her live that she taking them energies the voice never sound right anyway yeah she been giving some poor performances. Yeah, they say it's been bad. But that whole answering her phone on stage. The bitch was looking looking at her text. I was like, what the fuck? But then you see what counteracts when you see how well, like she just did a performance with Cash Doll. It looks so organic. But mm-hmm. then the same performance that she did with Cash Doll, she did with Usher. And Usher had to like fan like wing her in, like, come, come to the front, like so they can hear you sing. I just think that she needs um a little more work and her team needs to be a little more better and like um customize what her tour looks like and what her performances look like for her so they don't have these instances and communication is key and they um, don't have enough <clears throat> and then she said she fired all her sound people cause they been fucking up but my thing is I'm over her it's too much excuses it's too much stuff always yes. happening with her so at this point somebody find scissor give all of the songs <laughs> that she was gonna give to some of the scissor and let's have some broken clocks let's have some um, new scissor music cause I'm over Summer Walker yeah. at this point and you can't. It's between Summer, Janae, and Scissor, and somebody. I don't go. even want Janae either, cause she all of it, all the time with this lullaby, sleepy music. Yes, the witch ah! casting her spells through her music. Ah! Yes, and she got a man, but she the most heartbroken person I ever met in so my she life. Got a dick like, she got that dick That's cause like. he want Ariana. He want his little Disney box back. But anyway, Ooh, let's move on to Dave East. Dave East cancels his concerts due to death threats. And a lot of people are like, wow, why would he cancel his concert? Because he's not that third. gangster. And my thing is that it's not even about being that gangster. Well, all right. If you say you're against the music, you got to portray the gangster. But my thing is he's being smart because at the end of the day, what just happened to Nipsey could happen to any of them. Word. And I feel like... He got a kid to live for. Yeah, he he's his daughter is very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's like not going to put his life at risk over basically money. At the end of the day... I'm not going to die because you want me to perform and, and rap. he got a Wu-Tang check coming in easy, so he good. Oh, he about a Wu-Tang? He's on that Wu-Tang t- um, TV, sh- TV series. He played Method oh. Man. Oh, he played Method Man? Oh, when Man? I said he played good, he played Method Man. Excellent. I got to see it. Excellent. I got to see it. But yes, like, shout out to him playing Method Man. They kind of do look alike a little bit. But my thing is that, like, I feel like it was a smart decision not to do the show because 
people are really getting hurt out here, and this hip hop game is not really safe. It's no games. It's not safe because no you gotta perform game. at these clubs with these guys that are envious because of the place you in, and they want to hurt you for no reason. Especially when you're not that rapper. Like he not like a Wayne who out here is saying like I'm blood and I'm carrying guns and like he right. he not like that rapper. He's like all right, you know I've been in the streets, but he not a killer. Like Davies don't don't claim that fucking fame, and that's how I respect him a lot too. Yeah. All right. So next we have Tiny and Ti. They sat down with. Auntie Jada. Um, Jada, Auntie Jada, and um, Grandmama, <laughs> and Grandma basically, Grandma Willow. They spoke up. No, not the not the grandmother, not Willow. Willow couldn't make no, it that day. You call Grandma. Oh, Willow. we gonna call her Grandma, Grandma Willow? Willow. All right. So basically, they sat down with um, Auntie Jada and Grandma Willow, and basically, what had happened was, Ti went to address the um situation about him saying that. He checks his daughter hymen. Like, his daughter goes to the doctor, and he goes with her to check the hymen. And my thing is, the whole time they was talking about the situation, he was just backpedaling because his daughter was embarrassed. His daughter blocked all of them on Instagram. And made her page private. No, but before that, she just had deactivated it. And Jada was entertaining him and his bull crap. And the grandmother, Grandma Willow, she was just over it. She was just sitting there looking at this man her in disgust. Her expression needs to be memes because she was just like, because why are you policing this young girl's body? And even at 16, I feel like... He was like, oh, well, she wasn't 18. At 16, I feel like that's too much. Because girls know who they are at 16. Girls are grown by 16. And my thing is, like, she's going to do what she want to do regardless. Like, you can't you can't police her like that in a way. And it's too controlling because your sons are out here just doing whatever they want. Wild, because the money's in these streets slinging dick. Yes, and then the other one is just... um. He went from being light skinned brown to King. beige, <laughs> King. beige with blonde hair. He he looking real like his mother. He looking like X Extension real quick. And then Tiny was just sitting there, and she looked like she was over it too. Like she didn't want to deal with um the situation either. And my thing is like that's not her daughter, so her can't she really can't really say this. nothing. But it still looked like she was Team Deja, like she was Team you doing too much, and I won't allow this to happen to my daughter. And my thing is like. But Tiny, I feel like she never st- says, stands up to T.I. Like, I feel like cause she know how to work T.I. That's why. Like, I feel like she know, because that's why the divorce people got revoked real quick off the table when it was mm-hmm. getting a divorce. And that whole Mayweather situation disappeared real quick. When, yeah. I feel like she know how to work him. But in, I was having this discussion with my homegirls too, and I was like, in T.I.'s defense, and this is very lightly, so don't... I know how it is for your parents to be like, me taking you to the blood clot doctor to see if your hymen check. Mm-hmm. I know what that's like because it's happened to me. All like, right. That was a threat because y'all here dropping draws. We need to go make sure you ain't out here fucking and you lying, you say you're not. Right. I know so many people did. My best friend Bob did, took her and her sister. All right, but that's different. Uh, that's what um the mother was saying, Deja mother. She was like, as a mother, that's my place. That's not your place. And that's what Jada was telling him. It's a mother's place to teach a daughter, a daughter how to be a lady, how to be a woman, mm-hmm. and how to learn about sex. It's not a father's place. Because that's mad weird. Like, that's like as if my mother telling me about sex. Like, it's weird. You don't want to hear about sex from the opposite it's parent. Sex. But like, sometimes you, want- you have to. Because I heard about my dad. My mom was always open with it. Like, with stuff. She was like, oh, yeah, you know. Like, this is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. told me, but my father put me on game. Like, Because your father wants to scare you. He's not really trying to. He didn't really scare me. He put he put it out there. Like, I told you what it is. So if you come back with what opposite what it is, then it's on you. Yeah. So that's when I, that part, I feel like. He that- scared you straight, though. No, I'm still fucking. 
but he gave you the knowledge and the tools I to navigate. Get, I, and I didn't get caught up. And I feel like that's what T.I. was, was in t- intention was. But mm-hmm. the way he did it was that toxic masculine. Like No, that. I feel like he wants to. He is very toxic. This, it was that, toxic. And he didn't, yeah. didn't go by the right. But I feel like he wants to cage Deja in. Of course. Because Zanique is not his daughter. So he yeah. really don't care. And like, he so care, tiny. but he don't care. But with Deja, that's his only girl. Well, it was his only girl. And he's trying to cage her. But she won't do that with Eris this time, though. Yeah, Tiny not gonna let that happen. I feel like that's the that's when she gonna start. Well, but what up. makes it bad is that I feel like not that he, not even kissing her, not that he did it because that sounds bad too. But you put her business on national front street. street, and she didn't even ask her. And you not oh you th- you think you broadcasting it and saying like oh I did this that you were protecting her. Really, you made her a fucking target because you know mm-hmm. how many creeps probably in her DM right now. Think oh yeah I know you a virgin because your father said it. So let me hit it. Like do you know the predators? That are probably in her right. in her shit. The white vans driving around her school. Come on. The fake accounts, the phone calls, niggas probably showing up on her mama doorstep. Like, do you know how much danger you put your daughter in? Thinking right. that you're doing something you weren't doing shit. That's where it becomes toxic. And then you're putting this idea out there and let some fucking hood ass dad think that he can do it to his daughter too and policing her body. And this is how I feel like women get caught up in the mix because men are policing our bodies and telling us what to do and what to do with it. And then we caught up in the mix, babies, AIDS, HIV, because we just be rebelling. Oh, and P.S. I'm not policing nobody body. I'm just tired of seeing Lizzo ass naked on my fucking timeline. That's <laughs> but, like, even with sexuality, like, this is the first thing men say when they have daughters. Like, oh, I'm going to get my gun. I got to get these boys in my steps. You're not saying that about y'all sons. Right. When y'all sons, I hear fucking Tina, Tana, Shaniqua, Latifah, Shawaka, Tima, and um Letitia down the street. It was Kelly, Sharisha, Daquan, Aisha. <laughs> like, come on. About three camps, and Nicole, Aisha. Literally, you're not saying shit. Y'all high-fiving them. I'm right. giving them the box of condoms. But y'all daughters, y'all calling them all types of tramps and hoes, and y'all can't do this because you're going to make your father look bad. What about your son? Right. I'm so sick of T.I., and I'm tired of him. And his big-ass words. To, he, oh, he just needs to Expeditiously. host. He needs to host that little rap show that nobody watch and just leave me alone in I, peace. I watched it. Yeah, you and your 10 friends, y'all watch that show. Because I watched it with Cardi, though. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into our last two topics, and you won't believe this. One of the topics is that Little Uzi, basically, he had his album out. Yes. And he was going to put it out. And Ty- he asked Tyler Creator for advice. And Tyler Creator told Uzi, the beats aren't hard enough. You shouldn't put this out. My thing is, one... Who the fuck is Tyler, the creator? Period. Two, Tyler, creator, your beats was trash. Your album was trash. Tyler, creator, you got Drake booed off stage, bro. Yes, <laughs> bought by your weird fans, but Igor was trash to me. Like, I don't like music like that. Like, that's not music to me. Like, that's like artistic stuff it's like artistic stuff it's not music it's, to me it's, it's weird it's music that you smoke weed to and get fucking high and trip out on and they always say it's a vibe it's just weird for me I feel like Uzi should have listened to his gut cause everything Uzi put out so far is a hit it's a, is a hit. He is he's one of Philly's best products that they ever put out of Philly. He's one of Philly's best rappers because Uzi is creative. His visuals are creative. His sound is new. It's different. It's kind of a little inspired by Wayne to me, but, but it it's is. still different from Wayne. Yeah. But you can see where the influences are. Uzi's his own person. It's creative, and I like it. So I feel like you shouldn't listen to Tyler, and you should have put out the music because your fans been waiting a long time. It's not a lot of artists that can keep a fan base attention for this yeah. long amount of time. Because I want it. Now I do what I want. Right. Now like, I do what I want. Even his I love old song still snap. <laughs> I love that shit. I love this arm shimmy. I just want to shimmy you to my seat like a little nigga. Right? Like, I just feel like you asked Tyler for help and I don't feel like he's your equal. People. Like, Nah, he can't even compare. Like, bro. Ask A Boogie for help. That's who he should have went to. He should have went to A Boogie. He could have went to Young Thug, low key too. Ask Young Thug. Ask um, Playboy Cardi. That's who you should have went to. Little Baby, the baby. The, that- right. 
Because him and him and Little Baby, I feel like Little Uzi and the Baby would make a fire ass song. Yeah, Little, Little Uzi, he walked, uh, even Amigos, why you ain't hit up the Amigos? They love they, they kill they love, they love coaching niggas. They love coaching sweetie. So come on, they can coach your ass too. No, sweetie needs help because sweetie. All right, sweetie is just something with her that's not connecting. And she's not her. Who she? She's not mixtape sweetie. She is Quavo and she, sweetie now. And she's gonna keep performing. Rich nigga, hey, nigga, that's my type. Everywhere that's she goes, that's my type. She needs to step it up. Like, like give PD Pablo his beat back and make sure you give him his residual sis. Like, come on. She all, all her songs that's lit is remixes. Like she had remix my neck, my back. And now she remixed um, Freak Elite. She just she, talks about her white toes and riding dick. Yeah, she need help. But I like Sweetie. She just needs to learn how to connect with the audience. She needs to get lit. Like, her and Cash Doll, to me, they they have the same issue where they voice just don't speak to you. Like, even with Cardisha B, she have a strong voice. Like, mm. her voice, she's not there lyrically, but her voice is commanding. Nikki voice, she's commanding. Yeah. Kim, commanding. Remy Ma, the felon, her voice is commanding. Like, <laughs> that's... That's just it. You need a commanding voice. Because even cat, but like Cash Doll has her own lane and she plays something sweet. She's too calm though. But that's what we niggas like. Cause she not about that rah rah. Cause even with like her coming at your your fave, telling her like I've been fo- unfollowing her weeks ago. Like she just knows something. Sweetie doesn't know her lane cause she's Quavo and Nigos puppet master. She like how fucking city girls doing better than you sis? And you fucking the damn owners of QC. Yeah, but we gonna get to some other news. So just now, um, the New York Post put out that. The Manhattan DA has dropped all of Remy Ma's the felons charges. Yes. So basically, Remy she, is free. She is free again. She's off parole. She ain't got to worry about nothing. She ain't going back to jail for her seven winners and six summers or high big go. She, she could she could comb the golden child hair tonight. She the could golden lay down child with no is rest. beautiful. Her daughter is beautiful. I always said that. So that's smart as fuck. Cause you see that video? She was singing her numbers. One, two. Yeah. She was doing it. So congratulations to Remy Man and Pat for being the first two men to ever create a baby. Yeah, and they meet me and Pop Pop now because you know her son having a baby. Yes. That baby shower That she wasn't at. Was crunchy. And she won't at. That baby mama leave out. Get your baby shower out of Remsen Hall. Your, that, mo- your mother is Pat. It was in Remsen Hall. <laughs> It looked like it. It looked worse than Rimson Hall. Tropical Reflections. Oh, Studio 10. <laughs> that baby shower looked so ghetto, Remy. You should be ashamed of yourself for not being there or not putting in the money because you got money. Or get your son an event planner and you, get his hair done. You got it was that. Not done. You got that all the way up money, okay? But enough of you, Remy, man. We're going to get into our final story of the day. Oh, my bag, my man, my pack. <laughs> We're going to get into our final story of the day. I knew it was coming. Which is... The Pussycat Dolls reunite, but they're reuniting without Melody Thornton. If you don't know who Melody Thornton is, she's the little brown one. I don't know the if she's only black. black. She is. I don't black. know if she's black or Spanish. She had black, and she's the only black one in this. So that's how you know yeah. she stick out like a sore fucking thumb. She's the only black one, and she um the only real voice. Either. She's the one who hits all the high notes. She hits. She's the only one in the group with range. Cause she's she an opera g- singer. She's the youngest one. She knows how to dance. She she has a musical background. She knows a lot about musical history. And they're reuniting without her. And I'm just not here for it. I'm tired of Nicole Schwarzenegger. And, um, Schwarzenegger, Burger, okay? <laughs> Swisher. <laughs> Swisher, Swish. Nicole Swisher, Swish. Swish, She's Swish, everywhere. Swish. She's on every reality show. Like a roach. And my thing is, I'm tired of her because I feel like, basically... I don't want to see the Pussycat Dolls without all of them that was in the group. And I don't want to see them without Melody because she represented a certain group of people that needs to be represented. And she did all the high notes. None of you can hit high notes. Y'all out there struggling like, what? Like, 
like, you screaming is not working. It sounds like a cat in the water. And <laughs> my thing is that a wet pussy. I don't want y'all. That's like giving us, like Destiny Child is popping with all of them. But that's like Destiny Child without Kelly Rowland. I wouldn't want it. That's like, like Spice Girls without Baby Spice. Yeah, it's like even though they're not the main ones in the group, there are like the ones that people Stick look out. to. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see Dusty Child without Kelly. It wouldn't have worked without Kelly. I don't want to see... Um, Spice Girls without Scary Spice. Right. Or, like, the Cheetah Girls without Adrian Bailon. Or, like... Like, even the Cheetah Girls didn't work without Raven. Like, how like, TLC not see... working without Left Eye. Yeah, TLC... And the bitch that's, dead. That's like TLC without Left Eye. Like, you don't... It's certain people in the group, even though they Escape don't... Escape without for Candy, like... They not the ones doing the heavy lifting, but it's like... Nobody wants to see the group incomplete. It, it makes a difference. And they're the most charismatic members of the group. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Pussycat Girls, y'all need to sit down and nobody cares. Oh, y'all need to regroup and call Melody up and just write a letter, write a, write a four-page letter and ask for her ass back or something. Oh, and I forgot one story that I want to bring up today because this is a story that I really wanted to talk about a lot and I didn't want to forget about it because we're almost at the end of the show. So... Basically, my girl Gabrielle Union, she was fired unjustly from America's Got Talent. And basically, what had happened was she was on the show and she did a great job this season. She was promoting the show. She was doing everything that her job is to do as a as a host of the show. She, she was promoting it. She was she was the number one. She won an award for being the number one rated judge on a talent talk show or any of the talk shows. So that includes American Idol, X Factor, and all of that stuff. She was the number one host or judge or whatever on the show. And yet she was still fired. So sources are saying that she was fired because um, she stood up against racism. So Jay Leno had made a racist joke about Asian people mm-hmm. eating dog or cat or whatever. Eating and dogs. it was an um, Asian cameraman. And Gabrielle told him and she told them to edit out the joke. Then it was a white guy doing impressions of black women in um, mu- the music industry. And Gabrielle was like, "This, hey, this is offensive as a black woman. And Her she hair. told the network to take it out. They said they would. And then they didn't, like, they recanted, and she had to tell them at the final taping, take this out. And they took it out. Then they was telling her about her hairstyles are too ethnic, too black. They want her to straighten her hair. And she was changing them too much. It was too um, shocking for for the audience. And Simon smoking. Yeah, and then Simon was smoking, and we all know she's allergic to smoke and stuff like that. So basically, out of nowhere, they're doing the next season, and she was released from her contract. And my thing is that they're trying to make it seem like she was being difficult, but she wasn't being difficult. She was actually helping the show get away from backlash. Because, you know, once you say something, the Asian community is coming out. Cancel culture is a thing, and she was trying to save And she was trying to save her job. And, and their assets, too, because think about it. Simon Cowell, you hold too much weight in the music industry to be out here finding out you didn't care about people's health. And Simon fired her, and I feel like that's the problem I'm with Simon. Simon, he's, he uses black people to like make him pop and make him money and then he just discards them just like he did um that's a no for me dog uh what randy Randy, um how he did um fifth harmony because he never put normani in the middle or nothing that's what my bitch shining and he did like like my thing he uses black talent and then just throw them away and he uses people with talent in general and just throw them away my thing is gabrielle was good for the show she was doing a great job if she's helping you escape like backlash why not reward her and give her another season? Her contract wasn't even up yet. No, I think she had like three years or something. Well, she was finishing off what Nick Cannon was supposed to get. To get. Yeah, and then you telling her not to um wear her hair how she wants to wear her hair. Like, that's a form of workplace harassment. Like, sure you trying to control her image. And it, I just found it to be corny. I didn't like it. And I feel like 
I feel like they need to give her her job back if she's the number one host. I wouldn't even want it back, though. And I wouldn't even want it back either. But my thing is, she clawed her way to make it to mainstream Hollywood. She did so many low-budget movies. Mm-hmm. She did so many, like, stuff just to do it, just to get her way in this mainstream media. She deserves to be there. And it just sucks that she's not still there because of people wanting to silence her. Or yeah. people wanting to be racist. Like, I feel like that's a lot of things. in these companies, they're not run by people who look like us. They're not even run by, like, other races, like Spanish people or Chinese people. Like, they're run by older white males who no, see the world how they see, see the world, yeah. who have generational wealth. And don't have us in the room to say, like, like she was in the room to say, this is problematic, that's problematic. We're not even in the rooms to, to check people. Out. And that's why I think certain things are able to fly on TV. And you're like, how the hell did this get on TV? Like, and how a wet and wavy ponytail is too black. Like, Spanish girls have wet and wavy ponytails. Because they and see what Spanish people they have on the radio, though. I mean, they have on TV. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't want to put edge control in the budget. White people don't know about that. Yeah, I just didn't like that. And I feel like we need to stick by Gabrielle Union's side and have her back. Just and like her husband is. Yeah, her husband is fighting for her. Solid. As a rock, okay? And that retirement money is doing him good, doing her good. And that Wilhelmina contract his son got to is doing a lovely. Period. So, now that's it for... That's it this week for... um. Ooh, child, you won't believe this. That was a tongue twister. We're going to get into our next segment, which is called Weirdo of the Week. Okay? So, basically, this is where we give someone Weirdo of the Week for stuff they've been doing this week or this month that we just deem to be weird. Or just, just not, we're not here for it. And this week, I have a special one because she has been trying it lately. She has been doing the utmost. And this week's weirdo of the week is Lonnie Love of The Real. Like, I like Lonnie at first because she used to be on Chelsea lately. Mm-hmm. I used to watch Chelsea lately. But Lonnie has been doing too Such much auntie, but let's too Chelsea fast. <laughs> She's been doing too much too fast. Like, first of all, one thing she did that pissed me off was when she was coming at Tamar. And people always look at Tamar to be a villain. But Tamar warned us that Lonnie is shady. She's the one that got her fired. Then after that, Lonnie had um gotten to it with Portia, Shade and Portia talk about Portia's only this sad and this heartbroken because she's trying to get her own TV show. And Portia's show. gonna ragtag that ass. Yes, and Portia said, Lonnie, when you see me, don't come up to me trying to be my friend. Then Lonnie also was talking about um Ricky Smiley's son. Mm-hmm. And then when she seen Ricky Smiley, she tried to give him a hug. Then on top of that, Lonnie was in a big controversy last week about speaking about this woman, Shannon Boyi or whatever. Shan Booty. Whatever Shannon name yeah, is. Yeah, Shan Booty. That's the, that's the girl who wear her vagina juice as perfume. I don't know about all she's that. A se- she's a sex educator. Like, her yeah. YouTube channel is lit. Check she, her out, She's though. a sex educator, and she's a um, relationship expert. And basically, she goes on dates with the people. She tell them what to say. Like, you ever seen That's or Raven or something like that? One of them stupid oh, shows. Hitch. Like, Hitch. And she tell people what to say, how to say. And basically, Lonnie was like, oh, that's some white people shit. And it's crazy. Like, she kept saying it. Like, And she said, ugh, white people. And you're on a major network, and you're on a network that and has sponsored by white people. But my thing is, the girl is not even mm-hmm. white. white. She's Indian, Indo-Caribbean. She's Indo-Caribbean. And half black. black. And her mom is half white, so it's a, it is a percentage of white. But you cannot say, ugh, white. And when then she she's, played herself, because Jeannie's her best friend. Yeah, Jeannie's her best friend, one. And two, she was just being shady to Jeannie and um Adrian as like she was saying the stuff. And then... In other news, Lonnie also got into it with a plus-size model. 
She told the model that she was going to be on the show. She was going to be featured. And then when it didn't happen, Lonnie got an attitude with her. Lonnie blocked the girl on Twitter and stuff like that. And it's like, Lonnie, pick a war. You can't be arguing with the white people, the thick people, and everybody. And it's just weird. Like, you're being messy for no reason. And you're you're on too big of a platform to be, like, shitting on everyone. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like Lonnie definitely deserves Weirdo of the Week this week. Yeah, because it's weird and it's like... What you doing, son? You causing problems for yourself. Like, what is you doing, baby? What get is it together, get baby. Get it together, baby. baby. Like, what is you doing? You just causing drama for yourself in a place where you don't have drama. You're yeah. on a good show. It get ain't in the, where you fit in. Yeah, get in where you fit in. Make your money. You wanted your own show, but you don't have your own show. You have a show with other people, and you need them other co-hosts. You definitely do. All right, so that's it for Wit of the Week. Next, I'm going to add this new segment in my show. It is called Great Debates, where we just debate on stuff and we speak about a topic and we just bounce ideas off of each other. So, this week's topic is, can you separate the artist from the art? And basically, this topic came about because I love YNW Melly and I was listening to YNW Melly all week because he released his album, Melly vs. Melvin. And I posted it on my story and my friend Ken talked about, um, he sent me a message dude are you serious because i said free melly and i love his music he said dude are you serious he's a whole murderer and basically that's my question to you i i feel like i separate the art from the person because i really do enjoy ynw melly's music so my question to you is can you separate the art from the artist it's hard because i feel like it depends what they do like i was saying to my pops I can't never listen to another R. Kelly song again like, yeah he's clipped done roasted burnt to a crisp it make me feel nauseous listening to it mm-hmm. like when that nigga come up on my playlist I have to remember oh shit dude, that song like the, I was on my way here do what you want what you want with my body that song oh, came yes. up and I was like shit I love this song but this motherfucker on it boop that's Lady Gaga right yeah I had to get rid of that one I had to get rid of um a sideshow from Britney Spears cause he wrote that like no. outrageous when I move my body he wrote that I had to, like damn I have so many songs I have to get rid of cause it's like he did a heinous thing but like you said with W. Melly he had, how many murders we know he said that he's allegedly murdered his um best friend but like how many or mur- two friends two friends know. how many murders we know we know niggas everyday who shoot niggas and kill somebody right so that's why I feel like we desensitized to it and I still love YNW Melly and I feel like that's part it's like I with him I separate what he did from um the crime even though his crime was really horrible but I just don't feel the same disgust as I feel with R Kelly and what he did. Yeah. So But then you have, you have to say that with that's out of musicians. I feel like I'm being a hypocrite, but Me too. Sometimes I, I do because we because we, we pick and choose who we separate, but we can say the same thing people don't watch Cosby show no more because Bill Cosby. Right. Or that's cancel culture in in, in a a nutshell like how many things that we've and Melly is sick like this this boy is going through like schizophrenia he's going through mental issues like he wasn't on his meds but I just don't know like I don't feel the same way I feel towards R. Kelly to Melly I feel like if you listening or watching something you can't just wash away what the what the artist has done mm-hmm. like if you're gonna enjoy it, you're gonna enjoy it, but you, you need at least need to acknowledge what they did like if I hear R. Kelly song on the radio or like in in somebody party, whatever. Like that. I'm like, y'all, y'all know y'all listening to a pedophile, right? Right. I'm, a, I'm gonna address it. it. This this shit may bop, and you may be singing this at your kid graduation and shit. But right. he raped little girls. 
So you sure you want to play this? Yeah. Now, if you can deal with it, you can deal with it. But let it be known. It's in the air. We know what this person has done. Because if they, he was regular, regular schmegala, we would have did the same thing. Y'all would have been airing him out the family barbecue. Right. I feel you. So, I don't know. I just feel like, can you separate the person from the art? You can. I feel like a person can do that. But I feel like we have to be fair. I don't know. I just felt... I felt like my friend guilted me on listening to Melly, and I still love Melly. <laughs> I still bumped the song all the way here. I still love Murder on My Mind, City Girls by him. I love a lot of his music. And I don't know. We don't know what happened in that case. They put out some new stuff. It looked like he did it. But I still like Ryan up Melly. He ain't raped nobody. And I feel like, I don't know. I'm just going to leave that one up to the air. You guys could let me know. You could comment under my Instagram page. Let me know, should we still listen to YNW Melly? Or should we not listen to YNW Melly? But I'm still here for him. Yeah. R. Kelly, that nigga canceled, though. He's done for, especially because his girlfriend's out here exposing him. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm sick of them two little girls. But you see, it's so opposite. Like, the Jocelyn girl, the Jocelyn girl is literally saying how that nigga has shit in buckets and calling him daddy. And the other one's like, oh, he loved me. That... Girl, he's been butt-fucking you for years. What are you doing? Yeah, she don't know. They, them parents sold them girls, though. That's all I got to say. That's modern-day slavery. Yeah, them parents sold them and girls, didn't, definitely. And didn't get a check. How you sold your daughter? No, they got checks at first, but then grand. he cut them off. What? Please. They thought they, they probably thought they was going to get less than that. That too. All right, so we are at the end, the end of my show. And every week, I like to give someone the MVP of the week for my show. And that's basically where we award somebody for being outstanding and just doing what they got to do and just rocking it this week. So, you could give somebody an MVP as well. So, if you have somebody you want to give MVP of the week to, you could go ahead. My MVP of the week is shout out to Scotty Bean. I, I love Scotty. I stand for sis. Scotty Beam is my my spirit animal. She speaks to my soul. That is my bitch, my friend in my head. She could be my sister. I stand for she's the MVP because um as we know she has a black girl pod as well mm-hmm. and um one of her co-hosts have gotten some kind of heat over production she has done and Scotty Beam swooped right in and checked all y'all motherfucking bitches on the social media that was coming for our friend neck. She was letting it be known. My friend had nothing to do with this. She checked them, she Totted her teeth and peas her eyes and put her dipped her sauce in, in her, on her chicken nugget. Like we did everything we That's needed right. to do, and whatever's out there is out of her control. So don't come over here with that static. And if y'all want smoke, bring it this way. And I love a person like that who's not only person you work with, who is your friend and will come to your defense and won't leave you out there high and dry, and who right. stands for Black women and make Black women seen in places they're not being seen at. So Scotty Beam, you are my MVP of the week for that. I love you. Keep doing what you're doing, sis. All right, so my MVP of the week is I have two because I can't like kind of pick between them. My first MVP of the week is definitely Danny Lee or Danny Lay, however she want to say it, girl, because you're about to just be Danny. Um, <laughs> you're my MVP of the week because not only are you a singer, you're a dancer, but it's cool to find out that you choreo- choreograph Bop, which is the video is getting a lot of praise and everybody's praising the baby, but it's cool that you actually came up with this concept and you're actually choreographer choreographing stuff. And it's cool that you worked with Prince and all these greats and a lot of people don't know that about her and learning and doing my research about her she does she has done a lot of stuff she's not only a singer she's also a producer and stuff like that and i feel like that's cool then so shout out to you danny lee and then we're gonna move on to my other mvp of the week my other mvp of the week is definitely going to my home girl the one and the only gabrielle union for knowing your worth for being the number one co-host and judge on a competition show and just for like 
being amazing and a bomb black woman and standing up not only for black people but for all races because she stood up for the, her Asian co-worker and she just stood up for like women in general and I love um Gabrielle Union and I loved her since Deliver Us Putting her Eva. foot in these fucking white people's necks. Keep your stilettos on they jugular. That's what you need to do, sis. Yes, I love her and I just feel like she like this could help major networks know that like you can switch up the formula. You don't have to have the same people. You don't have to have Heidi Klum and these boring people. You can have a Gabrielle Union. And I feel like the network, they should be ashamed of themselves because she saved y'all from lawsuits. And y'all got y'all fired. Big, big, big lawsuits. So shout out to Gabrielle Union, Danny Lee, Scotty Beam, and everybody that's doing their thing. Shout out to Drake and Rihanna, too. Word. For having them um, long, outstanding days on the Billboard charts. Yeah. Years. Years. Not even days. Years. Yeah, freaky. They albums is toddlers, and they still on the charts. Yeah, so shout out to them. And shout out to them for creating this generational wealth for their families. Word. So... Guys, that's it. That's all. We have reached the end of my show. And it was amazing having you here today, Taylor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, yes, Bobby. Yes, Miss Cheeks is in the building. Like, like you already know. Now, let the people know where they can follow you at on the Instagram. On the gram, you can follow me at underscore C-A-L-L-M-E-H-C-H-E-E-K-Z. Call me Cheeks on the gram. You can find me there. Hit me up, DM me, like some shit. You know, let me know how much you love me. If you want me back, hit my bro up. Let him know we can do this for you whenever, wherever. If y'all want her back, hit up my DM, write my story. You got to get her back in here. All right, guys. And it's your boy, Alize Rashamel. You guys can follow me on Instagram at underscore Rashamel. That is underscore R-A-S-H-A-M-E-L. You can find me on the book from there. You can find me anywhere, guys. Just make sure you tune into my podcast anywhere, every anywhere, week. I film on Mondays. I post on Wednesdays. Make sure you subscribe. Get at me on that Apple Music, guys. Tap subscribe anywhere and everywhere you stalk your exes at. You can find my boy. You can find me. You can laugh with us, okay? <laughs> so have a good weekend. Have a good week. Make that money, okay? You hurt? Get to the bag. We out of here.